In this episode of Fictional Hangover, we talk about foul puns, basic cultists, and grandmas <laughs> getting shit done in our discussion of Mooncakes by Wendy Zoo and Suzanne Walker. everybody, welcome to Fictional Hangover, a podcast about young adult and new adult books, series, authors, and voice actors that is full of spoilers. I'm Amanda. I'm not by myself, I swear to God, I'm not by myself today. <laughs> I'm Constance. Constance, this is your line. Oh, 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 I'm Constance. Sorry. <laughs> and I'm Claire, and today we're going to discuss Mooncakes by Wendy Zoo. And Suzanne Walker. Standard disclaimer. If you haven't read this book, please remember that Fictional Hangover is all about spoilers. If you haven't read or listened and don't want to be spoiled, stop listening to us and go read or listen to the book. Then come back. So if you can't listen to this one, so go read it and then come back. If you haven't done this but want to pretend that you have or if you don't care about spoilers or if you just like the show so much that you don't care about any of that, then listen up. Yay! Yay! Another graphic novel! Another graphic novel and another magic and whimsy. Look, all this month is magic and whimsy. Every single thing is magic and whimsy, so just deal with it, everyone. Yeah. Just deal with it. Because why the heck not? Just deal with it. Let's get right to it. Background info. Yes, from womenwriteaboutcomics.com, Suzanne Walker in... January 2016 writes, Now, as a disclaimer, I want to make it clear that I think the old adage, write what you know, is limiting at best. Bullshit at worst. It has provided excuses for a lot of constricted worldviews in fiction over the years. At the same time, it's impossible to deny just how important it can be as a writer to write a character who shares an aspect of your identity, particularly if it's a marginalized one. I've been writing queer characters since before I figured out I was queer myself, and expressing myself through those characters was a crucial outlet in terms of working out my feelings about my sexuality and coming to terms with how I identified. So that's wonderful, but also something else. Suzanne Walker is hard of hearing, so she's got herself written into the story there as well. Yes. I really like that about... uh, Nova, it was nice to see such healthy representation across the spectrum. Across multiple spectrums, even. Yes. Yes. I don't really have initial thoughts about this one. You guys love this one. No. And you were like, hey, let's talk about <laughs> mooncakes. And I was like, shrug. Okay, let's talk about mooncakes. <laughs> shrug. I have had mooncakes literally on my bedside for a year. It's been on the bedside table for at least a year waiting to be read. But one thing and another, usually podcast related books are my, you know, the ones I have to read first because I actually have to discuss them. So I finally got the opportunity and or chance to to read it. I'm just so excited. I'm so glad I finally got to read it. I learned about mooncakes from Claire actually um, a while ago. I Jesus, I don't even remember what I we were talking about comics, and she was she told me that she had mooncakes. I think we were talking about blood and bonnets, 
and whatnot. And she recommended that to me mainly because Baker, which is witchy loving stuff right up my alley. I got it and it was just adorable and I loved it. And it was right up my alley. (laughs) I think, I think you might be Nova. I'm pretty sure you're really, really close. If not, if not exactly Nova. Yeah. You're very close. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally close. We need to find you the grandmas. You do. You do need some grandmas, and a um and a cousin Terry and a cousin Terry and a sexy werewolf girlfriend. <laughs> you need all of those things. Uh, I have a sexy werewolf fiance. Does that count? Yes. Yeah, we'll yeah. allow it. Just this yeah. once, we'll yeah. allow it. All right, let's get into this summary. She's a little hairy-like one, so I think <laughs> that should count. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The story opens in late evening. It's fall, and trees in colors of orange, gold, brown, and green surround a small town. A lone figure looks down from a hill, and down in the streets is a wandering white wolf, reminiscing about when they used to live there. They moved around a lot as a kid, but this place always felt right. The wolf thinks about visiting someone, but first, they have to find something. Nova lives with her grandmas, Nana and Nijma, and helps them in their shop, the Black Cat Bookseller Cafe. This isn't an ordinary bookshop cafe, though. Nova and her grandmas are witches and have a back room filled with rare magical books. Nova's friend, Tatiana, or Tat, is not magical. She's all about science, but believes in her friend's powers. Tat calls Nova, which means she can take her hearing aids out, and then immediately comes in the cafe to tell Nova she is seeing weird lights in the trees at night and a white wolf coming out of the forest. Nova plans on checking it out that night, but grumbles at Tat for making her take out her hearing aids. Tat's just keeping her on her toes. Oh, Tat. (laughs) In the forest, after the sun has gone down, Nova spots the white wolf and remembers another from her childhood. When she says the name Tam, the white wolf dashes off. Nova catches up and finds it battling a horse demon. Using a spell, Nova is able to help the wolf drive the horse demon away. After it's gone, Nova finds a beaten and naked Tam on the ground. (laughs) Nova insists that Tam come home with her and stay while they're in town. At home, the grandmas are delighted to see Tam again and welcome them to stay as long as they need to. Once healed and settled, Tam explains why they are back. There are theories that wolf magic can be used for more than transformation if the energy could be harnessed. There is a bound demon buried in the forest that only the power of a wolf can raise, and Tam wants to stop that from happening, so they came back with the intention of doing just that. Unfortunately, they got stuck as a wolf and didn't know how to make their magic work. Nova promises they will work this out together and stop the demon. The next morning, Nova and Tam explain to the grandmas what is going on over breakfast. The grandmas are encouraging and suggest some things like research, and each suggests they should just experiment. (laughs) Tat visits after breakfast, and Nova explains to Tam that Tat knows everything is probably the only scientist who will ever respect them. 
Tam reveals that they are the White Wolf, which blows Tat's mind. Together, the three hit the magic books for research, but they find nothing. Nova suggests to Tam they try experimenting like the grandma suggested, which Tat takes as her cue to leave, <laughs> giving Nova and Tam a meaningful look on her way out. Meaningful look. Wink. Wink. <laughs> Wink. Later that day, Mrs. Crawford, a local witch, comes into the shop to collect a potion ingredient order and gossip with the grandmas about the commotion in the woods. Uh, shortly after she leaves, Nova and Tam announce that they're off. To the, <laughs> <laughs> oh the grandmas turn to each other, giving each other significant knowing looks, just like we all just did, and then decide to look into the demon themselves, because otherwise nothing will ever get done. <laughs> no. uh, they head to the Witchwood State Park and go through a huge ornately carved magical door and into a magical forest filled with wonderful spirit creatures. In exchange for some trinkets, the spirits agree to help them. As they leave the forest, the grandmas growl. Oh no, grandmas. <laughs> Not the grandmas. Meanwhile, Nova and Tam are sitting on their old bench. They've missed each other over the years. Tam was pretty much living off the grid, so Nova could never find them. If one good thing has come from this mess, it's that they've been brought back together. And they share a kiss. Oh. That's in some the good forest, <laughs> the grandmas are battling the horse demon and are able to purge the demon from its horse host and imprison it in a magical cell. They wonder if Nova and Tam have made progress, and yeah, they have. Oh yeah, <laughs> but you know, with their lips. <laughs> Winky. <laughs> <Wink>. <laughs> Which I mean, it's not a bad thing. The grandmas are definitely cool with this progress when they find out, though. Over tea, the grandmas explain what happened in the forest and that they definitely agree Tam's wolf magic will be needed. This really worries Tam because they don't know how to use their magic, but at least they have the support of Nova and her grandmas. As they are waiting for the next full moon, Tam falls into a routine with Nova and her family and helps them prepare for the mid-autumn festival. Building the stucco where they'll eat mooncakes with Nova's extended family. It's been a long time since Tam has celebrated anything. Their stepdad, pretty much their only family, isn't a happy person. That is putting it lightly. That guy's a dick. Garbage person to the extreme. I kept thinking of eldest every time the stepdad was being mentioned. On the day of the festival... The table is laden with good food and drink, and they are joined by Nova's Aunt Dawn, Uncle Joe, and Cousin Terry, who has a pigeon head and coos. (laughs) 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 His pigeon head. Nova's parents are also there. Well, they're in quotes because they're ghosts. They're there in spirit. Oh, oh, that was terrible. Oh, oh, it was terrible. Oh, but that's not the only pun that happens during this dinner. So very good. Very good working that in. Overall, the celebration goes wonderfully, though there is a moment when Nova's parents question why Nova is still at home and not off doing her witch apprenticeship. Nan points out that 
Nichima is teaching her magic, and they should be proud of her. This upsets Nova, who hides in the bookstore until Tam finds her and offers her comfort and explains their own family stuff. As they hold each other, Terry pops in and tells them that he and his family are leaving. <laughs> Wait a minute, so he can talk? Talking cool, pigeon. Cool. <laughs> hey, you lovebirds. <laughs> the next day is the full moon. Nova and Tam are headed to the forest where they encounter Mrs. Crawford. While Nova is wary of her, Tam embraces her. Mrs. Crawford was always nice to young Tam when things got rough with their stepdad. <laughs> when they reach the forest, Nova and Tam find the imprisoned demon. Then Tam transforms into the white wolf. But nothing happens. The demon remains. Tam, as the wolf, runs back to the Black Cat Cafe, where Nova finds them next to the suka. The next day, Nova tells the grandmas what happened. Nova is worried about Tam, who's still upstairs, dejected and frustrated. Nova suggests they try a magic that allows witches to enter each other's minds to strengthen their connection. Tam agrees, so they sit on the floor in a circle of crystals and hold hands. Oh. Just for funsies. That's not part of the spell at all. They no, just want to yeah. hold hands. <laughs> they don't need any excuses to hold hands at this point, I don't think. No. That night, in another house, Tat is at her nannying job. After she puts the children to bed and sends a sassy text to Nova, she notices a strange green light coming from the house next door. Phone still in hand, Tat sends another message to Nova, this time telling her there is weird stuff happening and asking her to come over. Meanwhile, Nova and Tam are deep in the spell. Nova shares her memories of Grandma Nichma, teaching her magic and non-verbal communication that would allow her to handle the real world better when her hearing aids could not. Together, they dive into the spell deep to figure out Tam's wolf magic. Hours pass and they don't even realise it. It seems to be worth it though. After they have dinner, Nova gets the frantic texts from Tat and heads over. The weird lights have stopped, but they're the same ones Tat saw coming from the forest. The house belongs to Mrs. Crawford. As Tat starts kneeling Nova for information about her and Tam, they hear a loud noise that shakes the house from outside. Mrs. Crawford is calling the demon and freeing it from its cage. But Nova can't allow that. She takes one of her hearing aids out and holds it at the top of her wand, sending a spell through it, knocking Mrs. Crawford out. I can complete badass. Nova bursts through the door of the Black Cat Cafe. Everyone is stunned when Nova explains what has happened. Nova had the forethought of bringing the imprisoned demon with her, which they lock into the shed. Over tea and cookies, they discuss next steps. But Tam is in shock. Mrs. Crawford was always so nice to them, but it seems it was with purpose. Tam's stepdad is a member of a cult who wants to use werewolves as hosts for demons, which is one of the reasons Tam ran away. Shocking! The garbage person is even more garbage! I am so shocked! (laughs) Their stepdad wants to use Tam as a host, which is why he married Tam's mom. Mrs. Crawford must be a member of the same cult. Nova and the grandmas are badass witches. Mrs. Crawford can bring it. Bring it. Bring it, witch. Bring Bring it. it. Yeah, she doesn't stand a chance. Not even a little bit. Not. Laughable, really. 
As Nova and Tam get ready for bed, it's really obvious how bothered Tam is by everything. They want to try and fix things now, not in the morning. Waiting until Nova is asleep, Tam sneaks out, taking the key to the shed. They're going to try to use their wolf magic to end it tonight. Sitting on the fence next to the shed with her opera glasses in hand is Mrs. Crawford, anticipating a good show. Tam blasts her, knocking her down before stepping inside the shed to face the demon. And nothing happens. The wolf magic doesn't come. Instead, Tam is blasted by Mrs. Crawford and is knocked out, magically carried with the caged demon off into the forest. Ugh. 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 One of the black cats of the Black Cat Cafe spots the empty shed and with its fellows goes to wake Nova. Groggily, Nova investigates, but once she notices the shed is empty, she runs to the grandmas in a panic. As soon as Nova is dressed, and despite her grandma's protests, Nova runs to Mrs Crawford's house. But it's empty. When she returns to the Black Cat Cafe, Nova finds her grandma's preparing a spell to locate Tam. Tam wakes up locked in a cage within a cavern, and the demon is suspended a short distance away. Mrs Crawford is below in red cultist robes. They never wear anything else. You never see cultists in sweats or no, anything. It's always... It's always- Always robes. A stereotype. (laughs) Followed by a proper stereotype. (laughs) Tam tries to break out, but it's no good. The grandmas nearly had the location spell ready, only needing the final component, something at Tam's. Nova retrieves a sweater, and when she returns to the kitchen, she finds Tet has arrived. Tet gives Nova a rallying pep talk all best friends are worth their weight in gold for. The location spells performed in Tam's location is highlighted on a map. As Tap puts it, nerd to the rescue. Nerd oh, to the rescue. she is a nerd to the rescue. By early morning, the three witches and one scientist are loaded with potions and spells, and the grandmas have even brought magical forest creature back up. Mounting brooms, they head off to rescue Tam, sort out the demon, and lay the smack down on Mrs. Crawford and the cult. Yes. Back in the cave, the rest of the cult have arrived, including Tam's stepdad. Ugh, loser. The cultists take Tam from their cage, strap them to a dais, and begin to chant. As Mrs. Crawford starts to brag, the forest spirits attacked, distracting the cultists, and Tam starts throwing bottles of potions with abandon. Nova frees Tam from their chains, but unfortunately Mrs. Crawford is up and about and finishes the chant, which forces Tam to change into the white wolf as the demon enters them, taking control. Nova is able to make the wolf stop and we glimpse what is going on with Tam and the demon on the inside. Tam is talking to a wolf spirit. The demon wasn't a demon after all, but a forest spirit who had been corrupted by the cult. Damn you, cult! The wolf relinquishes control of Tam, and they can both hear Nova calling to them as Tam changes back to human. The wolf spirit is renewed. The corruption is gone through Tam's powers and will return to the forest with the other spirits. Mrs. Crawford will face the witch's council. (laughs) Two days later, Nova makes a decision about her future. When her ghost parents come for a visit, she tells them and her grandmas that she is going to leave for an apprenticeship. They're proud of her and support her choice. While on a walk with Tam to visit the house they lived in when they were a kid, Nova tells them her plans. Tam 
handing Nova the bracelet they had buried under a tree on the property as a keepsake, tells her they will come with her. They declare their love for each other and kiss. Oh, that's the end. Aww. It's too cute. It's too cute. Let's take a break while while we while we enjoy the cuteness of it all. We need a break. Yes, everybody, take a swoon break. Hi, this is Leah Stuhler, creator and host of YA Book Chat Podcast. If you love reading young adult books and chatting about them with your friends, then head on over to my podcast and take a listen. Each episode, my guests and I chat about a different YA book. We start spoiler-free and then head into our spoiler section where we dive into the mysteries of each book. And we do it with laughs and fun along the way. You can listen to YA Book Chat on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and wherever you get your podcast and now back to the show has everyone uh, gotten up from their fainting couches all of our swoons yes. are over with. liberal application of smelling salts yes i had a nice swoon yes it's really nice really nice swoon I think this one is the epitome of magic and whimsy. I'm just going to say, like, the other books are creepy and magical and whimsical, but this one is, like, the sweetest magic and whimsy we have this month. Yes. Yep. Which is probably why I didn't like it very much. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Come on, then. What was the problem? What what were your, what were your thoughts and feelings about it? Honestly, I felt like there were panels or pages missing. I had to keep checking down at the bottom to make sure my pages were all there. And you know, granted, this is a library book, and I checked it out, so it's entirely possible that pages were missing. But there weren't any pages missing, and I thought, wow, that's just a jump in the story that doesn't make any sense. But then, you know, the parts that were there were super cute and it was lovely and wonderful but i don't know i think it's just because it was lovely and wonderful that it just didn't do it for me it was too nice i i can understand where you're coming from i mean it it felt a little jumpy for me like i could have used um a little more substance in a way to it like i i felt like it was a little two-dimensional like it instantly jumped to them being like oh my god i love you let's be together or it it just it instantly jumped to it there was not a lot of lead up yeah yeah a lot of time passes in the book as well and it's not really explained that that could have been good exposition time or development time yeah yeah, like, I would have liked to have seen what was going on with the cult, not just to know, oh, hey, there's a cult. Like, what? Yeah. what's the cult doing while they're, you know, living together happily in a cute little house with cute little grandmas for a month? What's the cult doing? Yeah. Chanting. What's the demon horse up to? They're just chanting in their robes, and they're getting their robes dry clean. Chanting in their robes. They're doing the laundry yeah. because, you know, those pa- those red robes... 
you know, they don't clean themselves and the stains of the awful. Especially when you're traipsing through rocks and caves. Maybe they do. Maybe they do clean themselves. Because they're, they're magical. You don't know. They do yeah. know. They're magical self cleaning Only Mrs. Crawford was magical. <laughs> Unless Mrs. Crawford's the only one doing yeah. the laundry and that's why she's so bitter and twisted because she's the only magical one. Yeah. Oh, can can I tell you that as soon as Mrs. Crawford turned up, I knew she was evil because of her teeth. Yeah. She had the worst, scariest looking teeth. And I thought, oh, well, she's clearly evil. Villain villain. right here. She's got villain teeth. Yeah. No, she's got the creepiest drawing. She's creepier than the demon horse. She's the villain. She's the bad guy. Creepy. I did not notice her teeth. Creepy teeth. (laughs) Oh my god, the creepiest teeth. It's like, Grandma, what scary teeth Indeed, but she's not the wolf. She's not going to eat anybody. She doesn't have teeth when she first turns up in my copy. Okay, well, maybe it's not the first panel with her, but the first... She has creepy She does have creepy drawings, but she has creepy teeth. That is a bad guy. I'm holding the up, dear listeners, a picture, and it's just her saying anybody home and you're just like yeah yeah instantly you know this person with it's their creepy. two hygienes yeah her art yeah. is creepy her art's yeah. really really great i love i love the art in this book i just i need i need more of it i need more panels i need more story i need more creepy draw- look at her teeth she's made of nightmares she's bitch. she's awful yeah i actually she's thought than the demon horse yeah. I actually thought the woman at the beginning who got taken into the rare book room was going to be more substance to the story. And she was literally just a customer and that was it. And it, it, it was like, well, is that all? Well, that's just how you get the introduction to the room in the back. True. Yeah. Did we, did we need that, though? Because it's a bookshop with witches. I kind of expect a room in the back. I would have liked to see more of the room in the back. That was my favorite part, just seeing all the magical books everywhere. And just, I wanted more of the magical, I I would have loved to see more from the magical book cafe. Like, book cafe, I was was like, magic book cafe? Yes, please, more? Yes. Yes. And I didn't get much of anything besides that one little scene. And it made me sad. But I like that some of the books were violent. (laughs) Biting. Very good. It reminded me sort of of the bookshop from Harry Potter. The one in Diagon Alley. And when they have to get the... uh, the, the, You know when you have to get the the, the book for the monster uh, Hagrid's first class. The book starts biting everybody. You have yeah. to tickle the spine. Yeah. Tickle the spine, of course. <laughs> Who doesn't tickle the spines of the book, regardless of being a monster? So what about... Uh, I know I, I know, I said that I didn't really like it, and, and I'm sorry about that, but I did really like the grandmas. Oh, they were great. The grandmas know what's up. They, they were my favorite characters, just because they got shit they done. They really did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, while Nova and Tan were just making out on a park bench, they they went in the forest. They found the demon. They clocked it up. They just like, 
okay, we're, we got it done. No, no worry, you kids. We, we did it. Yeah, you go off. You go off together and, you know, make out some. That's fine. Do your experiments. Wink. We got this. <laughs> they really did, like, take care of literally everything. They did all the work. Yeah. This should have been... Uh, should have the grandmas on the cover instead of Nova and Pam. This is their comic. They did. I would read a grandma's comic. Yeah. I definitely would. Do you know um do you know what else That's I like? What's missing all of their backstory. Their backstory is missing and a little bit more depth from them. That would have made it a more enjoyable story. It would have yeah. been would have been much better. There's a lot of stuff that could have been added in to make it just stellar yeah i also really liked the dinner party yes it was so cute and colorful it it was nice to see more of nova's family and stuff and and terry and terry because terry is the best why does why does he have a pigeon head it's a sensitive subject (laughs) we'll find out never he, he went foul with some magic, didn't he? It's one of these stories where I want to know what happened to Terry, but I don't want to know what happened to Terry. I like the mystery behind it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, but he doesn't do magic. I know, they said that. Like, yeah, Terry chose not to become a witch, but he has a bird head. <laughs> That might be choice. why he decided not to be a witch. <laughs> like this is the only it's magic that I need to do. <laughs> cool. And the fact that he just coos the entire Ooh. time until the very, very end. He's like, "Yeah, we're off now, lovebirds. Bye." <laughs> Wait, he can talk. I think he just wanted to mess with Pam. Oh, I love him. But he was communicating in coos because he even said to Tam, hello, my fellow animal person, and coo. Coo, coo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love him. Okay, so I I think it's obvious this is uh, your favorite character. Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. But I also did really enjoy the grandmas as well. The grandmas are just great, A. Eh? This is their comic. It this really is, their is. Comic. It really should be. I like the. I did like the fact that they just got things done. No nabby pamming about. Just there's a problem. Let's get the solution done. Yes. They're problem solvers. They really are. Yeah. 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 Let the kids have fun. You got this. Yeah, really. They're young. They're in love. <sighs> I felt sorry for the demon though, because it wasn't a demon. It was a corrupted wolf from the cultists of dickheadness it was a very pretty wolf yeah but then i mean it was it was only a demon horse for a few minutes and then it was turned back into its you know true form and went to frolic off in the forest with all the rest of his friends also i really loved all the spirits yeah like when the grandma went in there and you saw all of the spirits i'm just like this is so much cute i love it i I want more of it all the parts i wanted more of we we only got very little of which i'm just like 
Yeah. Mm. Just glimpses of it. But then I don't know how I would have the patience to read a second book if it was set in the same universe, unless it was starring different characters. Like, for me, Nova and Tam's stories mm. being told, if it was the grandmas, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. Or the cult. Or Cousin Terry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but not his backstory, just what he's up to today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And still never finding out how he got nope. the pigeon head. No, no, we don't need to know that. We just want to know what's up with him. Like, how I've are got you? Got this image of him. He just likes to. He likes to like sit in the park next to the monuments. <laughs> just with the other pigeons <laughs> communing. Oh god, I hope he doesn't shit on them. I was gonna ask you. Do you think he poops on stuff? <laughs> do you think he's? Do you I mean, think he's why not? poops on things? I mean, he's only he's only head pigeon, isn't he? He's not rest of a pigeon. How much does this pigeon na- pigeon nature take over? He'll have pooped on something. He's got to have. I hope he doesn't sit on a rooftop and then stick his butt over the roof and try and poop on people passing by. You know, pooping on monuments is one thing, but you know, roof poop. That's not cool. I wish he would roof poop on people. That would That's be all I want. That's all I want in book two is just Pigeon Terry pooping on people. It's not even a full book, it's just a one page. Yeah, it's just different panels just him of him cooing, cooing and coo, pooping. Coo, 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 poop, poop, poop. Yes. yes, that's all it is. That's all we need. Just one page. Sold. Sold. <laughs> was anybody surprised by anything? Um, I was surprised that the the demon spirit wasn't a demon spirit. Mm. Like... I, I was surprised by that. I thought they, I thought the cultists just summoned a demon, not corrupted a like a forest spirit into being a demon. Like I, I don't understand how that really works. But all right, yeah, I'm glad that's how it works. I wonder if demons even exist in this world, or if it's just corruption. Good question. We need a sequel. The sequel that's not the sequel Terry is just Terry. Everything. Oh, okay. I was gonna say we could have a page just on that. We we could just have a page dedicated to it. It's part of the the, the larger story. The yes. main, as long as the main story is cousin Terry, that's fine. Um, I was surprised that the stepdad was such an afterthought with the cult like he's mentioned a couple of times and how much of a jerk he is and how he married Tam's father just because of Tam being the werewolf and wanting Tam's wolf powers but within the cult itself we saw him and then that was it like he was barely a thing and I kind of liked it that way that it wasn't about the stepdad stepdad was garbage he really was um, I really just wish there were more. There was more of everything. I wish there was more of the cult, so we could understand where this demon came from. And like, you know, they needed wolf magic to do whatever they needed to do with it. But did they need wolf magic because it was a wolf forest spirit on the inside, and it was just 
in a horse or like what why was wolf magic so important yeah yeah the more i'm thinking about it and you saying that there was missing panels or missing story missing explanation the more i'm agreeing with it like on as a surface story it was excellent it was really really good and very representative and i really enjoyed that um very cute but there was missing there was a certain amount of substance missing a certain amount of explanation and backstory and yeah it was like there was pages missing in the book yeah i definitely need more of it yes a little more substance would have been great i just want more yeah yeah, we just need more. We need more more things. But not, I mean, I'm really, I love that Nova and Tam are so cute and sweet and they love each other. But that's not the story I came for. I came yes. for werewolves. I came for witches. I came for demons. Not a cutesy love story. I came for magical cafes, <laughs> damn it. And in, in a bookstore. <laughs> yes. Could have done without the love story. <laughs> Even though it was super cute. It was tiny and adorable. <laughs> but I don't need love stories. I like the love stories. It's not for me. I like them if they're, d- I like them if they're done right. <laughs> okay. Hey, is, is it time? It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. Pew 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 We asked on social media, would you rather be a witch or a werewolf? I was very surprised by these results. <laughs> on Facebook, a hundred percent witch. On Instagram, 90% witch, 10% werewolf. On Twitter, 60% witch and 40% werewolf. And on TikTok, 93% witch and 7% werewolf. I honestly thought werewolf would get more. Not a lot more, but a little bit more. More than zero? (laughs) More than zero, yeah. Yeah. Flipping Eurovision, oh my gosh. (laughs) Colin on Facebook says, Witch, as they have so much more fun, so long as you can avoid angry mobs with burning torches and pitchforks, you can live a happy life helping people with all their problems, stealing their youth of the children and dancing around naked. (laughs) (laughs) All right. John on Facebook says, Witch, because witches be crazy. (laughs) Oh... You know what's exciting? Constance, you get to sing your own song this time. Ready? Go. I do? Oh my god. Oh my god. Yay. <laughs> Alright, what, what did I choose? Oh yeah. Witch woman, see how high she flies. Witch woman, she got the moon in her eyes. <laughs> Sorry, sorry for the horrible singing, everybody. I apologize. I have absolutely no idea what song that is. You don't know what song that is? It's so good. What? Oh my gosh. I don't know. I say this all the time. I in the battle. It was in the music. I'm useless. I'm useless with music. Absolutely useless with music. Everyone. It was in the Spells Trouble book. 
It doesn't mean it anything. Was... I don't. I, 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 I know about four songs. And that's it. Anything else? No, I don't. I just don't know music. Everyone needs to just send Claire a million <laughs> videos of the Eagles singing Witchy Woman. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Chum. <laughs> Cousin Terry flying no pigeon over my head. Anyway, now that we've learned this embarrassing fact about Claire that she doesn't know the witchy woman song, Coral on Facebook says, Witch, please, I'll take that over having my bones break and my body change to be a large hairy dog. <laughs> Agree. Agree, Coral. The bones breaking is rough. <laughs> Uh, I tried not I to laugh, it. but I couldn't do it. I just got it. <laughs> it makes me so sad. Oh. Rebecca Garner, author on Instagram, says, Oh, which? No question. All the spells and broom riding and portions. Yes. Crinoline LaFroig on Instagram says, Which? As a gardener, I'm already halfway there. Plenty of potion making supplies in the garden. And Books Off Forever on yep. Instagram says, Witch hands down. No wolf skin or full moon for me. I'd like to have at least some control and not put a dead animal on my back to become one. Also, as a witch, you can actually go to places and not be struck down because of silver or iron. People might chuck water at you to see if you melt. <laughs> Bree Tart on Instagram says, This one is tough. Having a wolf's sense of smell and taste would make any food amazing but being a witch i could enchant things to do the cooking of the food for me solution be a witch who can turn themselves into a wolf oh she's gone for options right on and l20 kev on instagram says i've seen both teen wolf and teen witch films so it's witch i've reached the age where my body hair growth has accelerated and is basically at a teen wolf level so I'm basically living Team Wolf, minus the anger issues and riding on the roof of cars. Look, if you don't... At least one of them we can... If you don't ride on the roof of a car, you are not Teen Wolf. Sorry, L20 Kev. Exactly. You have to ride on the roof of the car. Agreed. Out of those two things, that's the one thing he could definitely, you know, sort out ASAP. That's true. <laughs> he should go do it right now. Yes. And send us a picture. Yes. Yes. We're calling you out, L20 Kev. Send Whoa. us a picture of you on the roof of a car. You know, being safe, of course. Yeah, responsible and things. <laughs> safe. Oh. Safety first. Safety <laughs> first. So, what are you guys doing? Which? Duh. <laughs> Duh. Duh. <laughs> That's right, because you already sang about it. Claire, what about you? What are you doing? Witch. 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 So much more variety to being a witch. Different things and portions and broom riding. You could be a stereotype or you could be new age. You could be anything. There's just so much more variety to being a witch than a werewolf who pees against a tree and rubs its backside on the floor <laughs> to wipe the poop. <sighs> <laughs> Honestly, I like the um, the option C that was given earlier. I'll just be a witch that can turn into a wolf. 
shape-shifting witch. Yeah, just be Professor Lupin. Yeah. I was thinking about, about a bib, but you know. <laughs> you can choose to be I who you want to be. Fluffy wolf like Tam. You want to be a cute fluffy wolf like Tam. Tam was a very cute wolf. But you know what I'm mm-hmm. sad about Tam's wolf and Tam's wolf coloration? That they didn't have like a blue streak in their hair. That would have been awesome. Right. Yeah. Just have like a mm-hmm. like a blue mohawk stripe or something. <laughs> or just one ear. Just one ear is blue. It would have been what? adorable. Yes. A blue ear. That would be so cute. Would that make me a lavender wolf? I think a lavender wolf would be lovely. <laughs> I think it would be great. Yes. Amanda, did I, what did are I you? really answer this question? I mean, clearly, we're all witches that can turn into wolves. <laughs> we're all witches that can turn into wolves. Yes. Okay. Yes. Next question. Constance, why don't you ask the next question? Oh, yay. Would you rather work in the bookstore or the cafe part of Black Cat Bookstore and Cafe? I feel like this is going to be an easy question for me. And an easy question for Constance. But Claire uh, is going to be stuck in the middle. I'm stuck in the middle. Are you what? Crazy? You're stuck in the middle stuck too? In the middle. Look, I'm working in the bookstore. Screw you guys in the cafe. I'm working in the bookstore. I'm a pastry chef. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a pastry chef. But I want to be in the bookstore part too. I want to do both. You can't. You have to, I would love to. Well, you you have to do your spiteful baking in the cafe. See? I could do my baking in the morning and I could do my afternoons in the book part. So, boom. There. Will people stop creating an option C? There is no option C. Not this one. I made up. It's all under one roof. It's all under one roof. No, there's a health, your health and safety risk. What? Do they bake in the house and then bring everything to the cafe? Like, yes. Yes. That is very not practical. Well, it's not practical magic now, is it? Oh. Oh. Stop it. Oh, man. Oh, it's bad. Okay. Actually, because of that argument, I I will just, I'll I'll do the cafe side. You win, Claire. Just be the spiteful baker. You already are. I'll be the spiteful baker. And now you have spite because you can't work in the bookstore because I won't let you. Okay, fine. I'll just be in the cafe baking everything. Spitefully. Yes. I'll, I'm spitefully in the kitchen. I'll make these croissants, but you won't like them because they'll be <laughs> super delicious. All right, Claire. What are you doing? I'm in the bookstore. I, it, this <gasps> one's easy. I'm in the bookstore. But you love baking. Not professionally. I'm not neat. I don't do batch cooking. My feet ache after about one batch of bake, so I'm not doing it in the cafe. I'm going to go in the bookstore. I'm really shocked. I'm really shocked that you're just automatically in the bookstore. I just had a feeling it was going to be a terrible decision for you to make and you were going to be torn, but no, it was Constance. It was me. <laughs> you guys have swapped places. Yep. <laughs> okay. Next question? Yes. 
Would you rather be a forest spirit or a horse demon? Even though we learn at the end, they're the same thing. I want to be a cute forest spirit and be all cute and adorable, but have sharp, pointy teeth. I'm torn. <laughs> the the oh. demon horses. Oh, I I love horses. I'm born here the horse, and it has the cool. I mean, you are from Texas. Mm, yes, <laughs> it has all those extra legs. Get everywhere faster, but that the wolf forest spirit is so cute. I'm torn. Well, not too torn. They're the same thing. So I'll just, I'll, I'll be the demon horse that eventually becomes the horse spirit again. So I get in both ways. I'm just going to. No, option C. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just going to be the demon by, it, by itself. I mean, it becomes. More animal it's, necessary. It's not an option C. Because of what we know, it becomes into that. So it's just a matter of time before I become the forest spirit. So yeah, horse demon. Fine. I'm going to be the horse demon without you... any any caveats, without any changing <laughs> of anything. Demon. Thank you, Amanda. We can race. Thank you for playing the game race. correctly. We can see which horse demon faster. Okay. However, Constance, you're forgetting. You also need to have the... You need to be forced out of the horse first and just be the demon and then you need to find somebody to transform you from the demon back into your spirit self so you're pretty much stuck as a demon form until you can get a werewolf to help you out good luck with that next question we just need to chill what's wrong with that I'm down for chilling in a bubble (laughs) you're not in a bubble unless somebody puts you in the bubble be bubble demon Bubble Uh, demon sounds like so much fun. Yes. (laughs) Pops the bubbles before you get a chance to. I take all the bubbles. (laughs) But then we're out and we can, yeah, possess people. Yeah. Whatnot. Yeah. You don't want to burst our bubble. (laughs) No more. What's our next question? (laughs) <laughs> Do you know I love puns and all that, but I'm just very tired. <laughs> Next question. Would you rather be a ghost or have a bird head? Ghost. Why? <laughs> Get to go through solid objects. <laughs> and... Yeah, that's pretty much it. I get to go through solid objects. I can go wherever the heck I want. I don't have to deal with transportation. I'm just, I want to go see Claire. Poof. Hi, Claire. Want to see Amanda? Poof. Hi, Amanda. Poof. I like that. That's a that's a good mm-hmm. explanation. I don't know. I see you? the debate on Amanda's face. I know. I don't know what I want to be. I, I'm picking ghost It'd be hard to just do because... a cosplay as a pigeon head. That's true. I mean, that would be, but, that would be, but it, it would be also fun. be hilarious if you did all of your cosplays with the pigeon head. Imagine Rose. Yes. Rose with a pigeon, with a pigeon head. head. Or Dimitri with a pigeon it would head. Be, it would be great. Yeah, I think I'm going to, I think it I'm going to. Coraline with a pigeon head. Yes, and button eyes. I think I'm going to be the bird head just, just for the comic factor. 
You know, because I really liked being Rafame when uh, when we made our terrible House of Night videos. <laughs> Wonderfully terrible House yes. of Night videos. I really liked being Rafame. I liked having the beak. <laughs> I liked the feathers. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have a bird head. I'm gonna peck things and caw at everything and fly into the window. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a bird head. Claire, what are you doing? You gonna join me in ghost bird face? Damn it! No, ghost. Because I want to walk through people as a ghost and give them the heebie-jeebies, and I just want to go haunt people. You know, I think it'd be fun, especially, especially, especially knowing next week's book. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh indeed. Oh indeed. What's next week's book? Bird and Falls. Um, Ooh. I was just thinking Julia and the Phantom Ghosts. It's like no, God, like no, it's far too cute. No, no, it's too cute. <laughs> if I'm gonna be a ghost, I'm gonna freak the shit out of someone. I'm not being cute with a ghost. I'll be a cute spirit, forest spirit. But if I'm going to be a ghost, I am going to like phasmophobia up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would that would be the only reason why I would want to be a ghost is to be scary. But I'm going to be. <gasps> you can do both. Can I be? Nothing says you can't be cute and scary. Can I be a ghost with a bird head? Yeah. Well, no, because no option. Jerry has to so, die at some yeah. point. Oh my gosh! Okay, we're breaking all these rules. We're just breaking all the rules all the time. This one, this week. I'm in the cafe and the bookstore. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. Okay, last question: Would you rather be betrayed by your stepdad or by your beloved teacher? Hmm. Teacher. Uh, I just teach her because stepdad, unless your mom gets married a hundred times, kind of like mine, you're kind of stuck with your stepdad family was teacher. Yeah, you could just transfer. <laughs> you don't have to deal with them. That's true. That's a one and done. Family, again, unless your mom is a serial person getting married every other day have a million other stepdads <laughs> you gotta stick with them what about you claire so, yeah. teacher because in theory that yes have impacted your life but only for a very short time whereas your stepdad is supposed to be family and not supposed to be not supposed to betray you stepdad's supposed to be you know it's it's your dad just you know but your biological dad and that portrayal might be harder than the teacher because at least you know with the teacher you change years you don't have that teacher anymore you know you can you can kind of move on whereas with a family member it's different it's harder there's that attachment there so i think stepdad because i'd rather be betrayed by my beloved teacher because i think i could probably get over it easier Though it's still tough. Just think about the mom. Like, you're, that would be a bigger, no matter what betrayal he does to you, that's a bigger betrayal to your mom because she dated him. She loves him. Like, 
that would crush her. Unless she's a serial bride. Exactly. Yeah, then it's just another Tuesday. Shrug. <laughs> Sorry, Mom, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> for once, it's not Look. me apologizing to my mom for cursing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to be betrayed by the stepdad. Because the stepdad, I mean, he's there. He's there all the time. You probably are getting to know his personality, so you know if he's going to treat you poorly or not. But the teacher, you've looked up to the teacher. You've had this, like, you've had the opportunity to escape your shitty home life to make a connection with another responsible adult. And I feel like, I feel like that would be worse. So I'm going to take the stepdad. You're not wrong. I'm going to take the stepdad. Yeah. It's devastating regardless. It is. It's not a fun question to end on. We should have we no. should have ended with Birdhead. Cool, 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 cool. Would you rather be Nova or Tam? Or the grandmas? Grandmas. <laughs> grandmas, no question. Grandmas. Grandmas, no question. <laughs> grandmas get shit done. <laughs> does that need to be a new shirt? Yeah. Grandmas get shit done. <laughs> I feel like it does. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I feel like it does. It's terrible. <laughs> okay, but I've just made a note. I've just, I've just made a note for that one. So. Okay. Um, favorite final thought quote. I've got a few. I've got a few too. I have book recommendations. Constance is just going to do all the book recommendations this time. We can we can <laughs> share our quotes and she can share all the books that she has because I'm sure she has a pile as tall as she is. <laughs> all right. So what do you got, Claire? Quote one. Well, if a horde of self-binding corsets descends on us, we'll know who to blame. I want to see that. Mm. Two. Oh, that girl. Does everything have to obey the laws of physics with her? <laughs> Have you physics? No. Nothing's ever right timing Nova. Come on. That could be said about everything. Yeah. It really could be. Nothing is ever the right timing. Never. And that's right. Run back to your little wolf friend while you can. I will. And I'm gonna make out with him while I'm at it. <laughs> Which made me lol. What have that's you got? A good one. All right. I only have three. No foul language. <laughs> uh, and also from the dinner scene, we want to be transparent with you. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. I love it, though. I love the puns at the dinner table. And then my last one is we witches have to stick together after all. Yes. Yeah. Oh, 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 All right. If you liked this, try this. It's your time Yay. to shine, Constance. My time to shine. All right. So, my first. These are all going to be comics, since we 
this episode is about a comic, I thought it best to do comic recommendations. I like it. So the first one, Brave Chef Brianna. <laughs> For those who can, me and Drew, who can see video, it's pretty cover. <laughs> and uh, some summary I have off of Goodreads. Brianna has big cooking dreams. When her ailing restauranter father poses a challenge to his only daughter and 15 sons, hot damn, that's a lot of kids, <laughs> she seizes the opportunity. She's going to have the best restaurant around and earn the family empire. Thing is, the only place she can afford to set up shop is in Monster City. Her menu is full of weird delicacies. Her kitchen is run by a half-bird harpy. <laughs> and... Uh, her dining room is filled with skeleton businessmen. Add on the nefarious Madame Crone, some highly competitive siblings, and Brianna's plate is literally full. <laughs> can can you see the connection with brave chef Brianna? Very good. <laughs> Do you see it? <laughs> it's not obvious at all. <laughs> all right. Next is Moonstruck. Uh -huh. More beautiful covers with pastels and animal heads and stuff. <laughs> and the summary is from imagecomics.com. A new ongoing series from Lubber Jane's creator, Grace Ellis, and talented newcomer, Shay Beagle, <laughs> that tells the story of monsters, romance, and magical hijinks. I think that sums up both comics, like, <laughs> right off the bat. The first the first arc also includes an additional short story with artist Kate Leth. Fantasy creatures are living typical, unremarkable lives alongside humans. And barista Julie strives to be the most unremarkable of all. Normal job, normal almost girlfriend, normal werewolf transformations? That happen when she gets upset? No. Yikes. But all bets are off when she and her centaur best friend, Chet, MVP, by the way, MVP, uh, finds themselves in the middle of a magical conspiracy. Will Julie and Jet be able to save their friends? Is Julie's dogged, determ dogged determination to be normal a lost cause? Dogged. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to watch the coffee shop while our heroes are out saving the world? These questions and more will be answered in Moonstruck. So, 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 yeah. so yeah. Werewolf. Werewolf. Lesbian romance. Coffee shop. Yep. Moonstruck. Moonstruck. Sounds so much fun, but also there's centaurs, which is fantastic. I feel yeah. like you know the, oh, yeah. the one of the last times you were on the show, Constance, we uh, talked a lot about centaurs. Percy Jackson, yes. And there's a there's a comic there's a episode issue where he loses his butt. Oh no! Help him help, help him find his butt, everybody. Oh no! You, you his butt. his butt. All right, and. The final one, I saved the best for last. Space Battle Lunchtime. <laughs> Space Battle Lunchtime. It's, it has all the cuteness 
and sci-fi and baking competition. I, yeah, I, I focused a lot on the culinary aspects of this, even though there were no culinary aspects in this. Sorry, not sorry. Um, the summary is from simonandchester.com. Um, Earth Baker Peony gets the deal of a lifetime when she agrees to be a contestant on the universe hottest reality TV show, Space Battle Lunchtime. But that was before she knew that it shoots on location, on a spaceship, and her alien competitors don't play nice. Does Peony really have what it takes to be the best cook in the galaxy? Tune in and find out. Ooh. This one is more of a tenuous link. I mean, there are kind of magical creatures with a more sci-fi twist on it. Again, LGBTQ relationships are in it. All, all three of the comics that I suggested, LGBTQ relationships, and they're all adorable. But art is, they all kind of have that cute, colorful aspects to them, like Moonstruck. That's fun. And, I mean, cute aliens and and yeah, <laughs> aliens. Yeah, they all three look adorable. Good suggestions. They are, and they're all very addicting. Uh, very addicting. There's a reason why I have so many. <laughs> I love it. Hmm. All right. Do we have an appropriate indie spotlight? Yes semi-appropriate <laughs> it's it's tenuous but we like we like tenuous the yeah, best we like tenuous links. okay so this one's called the crowns of crosswald by d.e knight ivy lovely is 16 and she has no idea who she is or what her powers could be when she crosses a magical boundary she discovers a whole new world of enchantment and mystery Making friends that will last a lifetime and save her life, she steps into her own abilities and discovers more about her hidden past, magical blood, and the power of Crosswald's mystical stones. But all is not well. A dark history and an evil queen threatens all that is good. Will Ivy's bravery and wit be enough? Sounds pretty fun, I think. Yeah, I dig it. All right. That's it. That's it for this episode of Fictional Hangover. I'm Amanda. And I'm Claire. And I'm Constance. Join us next time as we discuss Burden Falls and or Wicked Little Deeds by Kat Ellis. Look out for our Would You Rather polls on social media. Don't forget about our book club and monthly challenges on Facebook. Be sure to visit our shop on Redbubble at fictionalhangover.redbubble.com for all your favorite fictional hangover-themed merchandise and become a patron of ours on Patreon at patreon.com slash fictionalhangover. Until next time, remember, the only cure for a fictional hangover is another book. Woo! Sorry, sorry, the eagles. Sorry. I'm not.
find us at fictionalhangover.com. Follow us on Instagram at fictionalhangover. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fictionalhangover and on Twitter at fictionalhangover, no E-R. If you'd like this episode, check out our others and rate, review and subscribe so you don't miss out. And finally, special thanks to Liz Emerson for our music. You can find her on Facebook and Patreon. Thanks for listening.